All right, everybody, welcome back to the Move Podcast, brought to you each and every day this tour. Uh, tour de France Femme of Exwift, uh, brought to you by Ketone IQ. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we're talking about stage seven that went over the Col d'Espan, that went, that went, that finished on top of the Tourmalet. But first, let's hear how they really say it. Mel, where'd we go? Septième étape, stage seven. Lan Maison à Tourmalet Bannière de Bigorre. Lan Maison à Tourmalet Bannière de Bigorre. Uh, so, <laughs> I just love her. I and, love her so and, much. And so many questions answered, like not just answered, but like just stamped. Blown apart. Blown apart. <laughs> Demi Ballering. Demi. Demi. We're getting, and we can get into that because, you know, we see it and I see it and I see Demi, but Ali corrects us every time. Demi. Mm-hmm. Demi Ballering. Before we get into all the action, today's show brought to you by HVMN, as I said. HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood-brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, focus, and sharpness. Also, Ketone IQ is now available at all Sprouts throughout the United States. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. One more time, that's hvmn.com slash the move. Also today brought to you by... Allie's on her phone. Oh, wahoo! Wahoo! The number one bike computer used in the Pro Peloton. The latest release on the Bolt 2 and Rome 2 includes Wahoo's new Summit feature. Now think about that Summit feature popping up today. Like just... (laughs) Oh you got gosh. 17 kilometers to go. <laughs> oh my Here's goodness. the gradients. Have a nice ride. Ugh. The good news is you, you know exactly what you, what, what you got going on, especially an epic climb like the Tourmalet. Um, but I went th- for a little ride yesterday, and I had the notifications on, and I started heading up Independence Pass yesterday a bit yeah. to meet a girlfriend of mine, and beep, beep, climb. Right. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. dismiss. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great wow. feature, but man, sometimes you just don't want to know what's coming. Wahoo cycling products are trusted by the entire Pro Peloton, not the entire, but much of the Pro Peloton. Uh, we do see their Element Bolt GPS bike computer on the handlebars of more teams than any other brand. Special offer for our listeners. If you go to wahoofitness.com slash the move, you get 20% off all full price products during the tour. Don't forget to use the code the move. That's all one word, by the way. WahooFitness.com slash the move. Well, uh, we, you know, we spent so much time talking about this rivalry. Look, let's, let's also not, let's, let's, um, uh, um, let's not forget the great career that Annemiek Van Vluten's had. Mm-hmm. Two Dutch ladies, uh, Annemiek and Damie. Uh, this feels like a passing of the torch to me. Um, and, and of course, all the controversy around the, the time penalty. And, 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 and we got a fair amount of questions on whether or not it was light. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out <laughs> it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it was the, the fight we were waiting to see, yeah. you know. And today, I, it was pretty incredible watching Annemiek try and attack her on the cold ass bin in the beginning and not being able to really do the damage that we thought she was going to be doing, you know. And and uh, uh, Neo Doma took advantage of that, obviously, yeah. an, an excellent descender, got a gap, kept going, rode a hell of a race, uh, uh, and we just kind of kept waiting. Like it was, because we saw Van Bluten attack on the cold ass pen, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay, and, and also recognizing that uh, Neo Doma was getting time, and and she had to go, and she mm-hmm. just, boy, when it finally went, when when Damien went, 
You just, you literally saw Anamik just shake. I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that where somebody no. just shakes their head like, no. But you could tell that she didn't have it in the sense when she started yeah. the climb because her style is so, so aggressive normally. And to see her sitting in, especially when the opportunities were coming for her to possibly put in time and then to have her just sitting in and kind of just riding together with Demi, you knew something was off. And so to have Demi attack first was pretty wild, I thought. I mean, and obviously telling. <laughs> I think we have to backpedal a little bit to talk about mm -hmm. the valley in between the yeah. cold day. Aspen. Well, it, it was not drama free. <laughs> no. Um, so Neodoma just did a beautiful ride. She definitely took the descent more aggressively, but you can understand um, Anamik has lost a gold medal basically from a crash on a descent into the finish at the Olympics. And they were, Damie was, went ahead. Neodoma attacked the descent and you could see I thought Anamik and mm -hmm. Damie taking it a little more conservatively and you did talk, talk about that descent. And she had... 15 seconds or so, and where it grew was in that kind of valley right. into the next, I will not say termalo to make Bolch happy, <laughs> termalay. I will talk to Mel to get better pronunciation. Mm -hmm. But um, the drama there was a little ice cold between yeah. two Dutch riders that are going to have to race mm -hmm. on the team for Worlds in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And at one point, they're talking, and so... I'm like, somebody translate that because yeah. the announcer said, oh, they're talking in Dutch. And you were like, no shit, they're talking in Dutch. They're <laughs> <laughs> Dutch. Did you think it was Swahili? I mean, of course. <laughs> but the body language said it all. And and you you called it first on a meek break checks, like yeah. just. Which, which I just think is, you just don't do that. <laughs> so not, not when you've had that career, you're wearing the rainbow jersey. You, you're, you know, still by many considered to be the favorite for this tour. I, it, let's let's low. come to yeah. an agreement here. All right, mm -hmm. we're we're the two big favorite. That was a little overboard. I and thought. and I, I I don't know. You guys need to watch the replay. But they're having this um, very intense discussion, and and the, you see Anamik grab her brakes, and and according to her post race interview, she says, "Well, if you're not riding, I'm not riding." But arguably, I think Damy had the perfect reason to be like, Kapeki is only yeah yeah, and she's got Rooster in the back too. She has two teammates. Yeah. Anamik should ride to close that gap. And so she grabs her brakes and then Damie just does this like ice cold princess, we'll call it. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear too much for my mom on this show, but she just kind of stretches her back, looks over at her and she's like, all right, we're not riding. Yeah. And yeah. then we saw the, the group of the, the second group catch them in right. that valley. Mm -hmm. And I think this was so stressful for me on tactics. And I'm like, Mari, would you make this call? Would you make this call? Yeah. But Damie had two teammates and then, well, I don't think they were very concerned about Neiman Doma because she doesn't have the, um, the time trialing skills. I don't think they thought she was going to get that much time on the two favorites. And so I think they were just looking at each other. And when Marlin came back and brought it back so close, oh it was like, oh, okay, I thought, you know, I actually thought Neiman Doma was probably going to be done at that point. Mm -hmm. And, but, and when she really, was pulling? yeah, well, and I mean, she surprised what a, what a, me. What a, that was, what a, what a <laughs> she, was she brought it back to two seconds. Yeah. yeah she, I mean, it was, it was an unreal pull that she took to get, you know, them up there. And then to see, you know, I just thought that there was no way she was going to stay away. But, I mean, she rode an incredible race today.
All I know is I want to go to war with Rooster. Like, I never yeah. want to be yeah. on the other side of the equation yeah. of Marlon Rooster. And if you get hurt or sick, she can fix you because yeah. she's a doctor. She's a surgeon. Makes, which makes it even better. Olympic medalist in the time trial. So tomorrow could be a really good day for her. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that later. You know, it's an interesting uh, little tidbit for y'all at home as well is, is uh, Neodoma has been dating Taylor Finney, of course, mm-hmm. a great American cyclist uh, who's now retired. But, but Taylor, albeit a career that I think was... Uh, not fulfilled and cut short, uh, primarily because of crashes, maybe some other stuff. But all that said, the kid could ride a bike. Mm -hmm. Like he can descend and the way he handles a bike is like superhuman. Mm -hmm. So to think that, you know, I mean, they're probably training together a lot and they live in Girona, they're ripping climbs and ripping downhills. Um, She's probably learning a lot from from Taylor, I mean, he can descend like nobody. Well, you could definitely you could see, see it, it today. Right. Yeah, 100%. I was really mm-hmm. impressed with her today. Um, we have talked a lot about, because we just love her style of riding. Like, she's just a gorgeous rider. She's very aggressive, but we're always worried about her wasting too much energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if we can play the clip, the clip but when she's laying <laughs> She was pretty happy with her stage. I think she we, should be. We, yeah, I don't she, know this, if we this have was it, her, but... Of course, she got second on the stage. Let's, let's pull it up. Do we have it? Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> I think, I think she, Maybe like, play that one more time. No. I think, yeah, one more. Yeah, I don't think that was in Polish either. That was, uh, but boy, you could see the conditions. She meant to say, watch the films. Oh, I think yes. oh, maybe. Yeah, WTF got a little little confused, but um, look, she you, had a hell of a ride. You, yeah, you can't argue with the results. She got second. She's put herself in mm-hmm. a position to hopefully have the time trial of her life and try to finish on the podium. We're going to talk about that later, mm-hmm. but um, you could also look at it and say. I mean, it takes a lot of effort to ride a valley like that. She was riding super fast and she basically, you know, no, basically she rode the entire tournament by herself, mm-hmm. much of it alone off the front. You know, you could also say, well, how would that have played out if you'd have been, if you would just ridden down the descent with Van Vluten and Bollering and, and, you know, played your cards that way. Who knows? I don't still know. A great that, still a great ride. Oh my gosh. I, I think she had a hell of a ride. And then you also were, um, you had a lot of words for this this chase when, you know, the fog, which um, for those in the pre-show heard this, but I'm like, Lance, you always get the weather right. And he's like, the internet's a magical it's a, thing. You know, I tell you what, you, you open this. I just started getting into this technology stuff and they have these things also. Well, they have computers, of course, but they have browsers. There's, a lot of people make them. And you can like type in stuff that you're just curious about. Like, uh, uh, what's the circumference of the planet Earth? Boom. They'll tell you. Like you could, I typed in tourmalay weather yesterday and it wasn't wrong. I mean, it was, it was, but, and, and as we were watching, it was way worse than I expected. Right. It was calling for cool temps, storms, rain. Uh, but as we were watching, I said, this is biblical. Like this is, this is, um, uh, apocalyptic. Like you couldn't the literally, literally the, um, uh, uh, you couldn't see a hundred meters in front of them, which, which helped. You have to imagine helped, uh, Demi Vollering. Cause once you, I mean, normally on these climbs, you can see your competitors for a minute, right? Yeah. Especially a climb that doesn't have switchbacks. You can see them up there. No, not today. I mean, no, this they storm, were each on their own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just riding through the fog. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, visually it was sick to watch. Mm-hmm. The weather, though, you were right on the weather. So, you know, just, you're you, just, Google. I know, <laughs> I, I, you, I get it wrong all I'm, the time. I'll tell you what, so. I don't, when have I been wrong this year's uh, edition of the Tour de France Family? <laughs> You've done a pretty with? good job. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll give you and a... a lot of the stuff I didn't even have to rely on the computer or the browser or the search. Uh, I knew it. Well, but... the good thing, there's only three of us at this table, so we're all on the podium. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're into podium finishes over That here. is nice. But, I mean, I think we were all right, because reading some of the comments, which I know you tell me not to, um, <laughs> but to be called, you know, yesterday we all called Damie for the win. Right. And the comments are like, wow, I didn't know I was, you know, this is just the Damie fangirl club. I, I think, uh, we were right. <laughs> well, it's just, that's just a question. Right? That's not a, we're not picking favorites. You're picking no. a favorite, you know, for the, for the stage win. But mm-hmm. look, she rode a great race. And, and I, mean, I do, I do, like I said, and I, I will, I recall what I said yesterday. And I'll go back to that. I think she and the whole team, we haven't even talked about a lot of Capecchi yet. They rode mad. Mm-hmm. And, and. Uh, and I talked about it yesterday too. Like I love, I, it'd be fun to be a fly on a wall at these dinner tables. Like Mrs. Momentum is sitting at a dinner table tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this race isn't over for a lot of Capecchi when it comes to um, the time trial and, and potentially finishing on the point. Nobody would have guessed that. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She was, I mean, she, I mean, she rode out of her. Yeah. And she, you know what she did? I was watching her today and mm-hmm. I said it to y'all. I said, I mean, we can look at how, how dominant she is physically and she's fast and she's, I mean, that, that stage, she, she went away early on and, and won by close to a minute. That, that, I mean, that's just such a dominant performance. Definitely see you in a douche's component, yeah. But what she is, I think, more than anything, is she's just smart. Mm-hmm. Like, the way she rode the cold-ass band, she knew. She's like, look, I, I, I'm going to just do everything I can to stay as close as I can, not ever touch the wind, sit on the wheels, uh, um, monitor my efforts, and try and come back. And she did. Like, she's, mm-hmm. you can see, like a typical Belgian. Like, Belgians really know. I've, I've learned this over the years. They just know how to race their bikes. Like, and they know how to bluff, too. Like well, she was so coy. Mm-hmm. And, that, and you see it in every stage that she does. I mean, yeah. it's like it doesn't matter what the finish is. She knows when that moment is and where she needs to be. And it's just, it's so fun to watch. And today, the way she did it was just Amazing. unbelievable. Yeah. So... I- Lance has been very nervous. I've had this on the table because I've knocked it off the table. So he usually keeps it. But boomstick. Turn it around the other way so people can read it even better. No, <laughs> boomstick. The other, the other way. Turn it around. No. Yeah, there oh, you go. <laughs> boomstick goes to, to. There's a lot of more coming to that. A lot of Capecchi. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. I agree. Because I, agree. Um, I did see a meme on the internet. I'm going to set this down gently because, you know, you're scared of it when it I hold it. around. And, um, so, but Lada Kopecki, which you, you have compared her to Wout Van Aert, yep. also a Belgian writer. And I did see on the internet, somebody said, uh, when Wout Van Aert does the Van Aerting thing, now it's called Kopecking. I, I, I was, it crossed <laughs> my mind today. I was like, boy, I, I might've got this backwards. <laughs> Jeez. No. Yeah. Like, so anytime like Wout does that, it's now yeah. just called Kopecking. Yeah. Because this is the Kopecki effect. And Somebody else also posted the, we'll call it WTF from Cassianina Doma at the finish, when Lada Capecchi finishes six right. on a mountain stage on the Termalay. Yeah, and, we'll, and I want to get into, because I, I think this is one of the most fascinating things for tomorrow uh, in terms of well, the, I mean, the, yeah. the, the fight for 100%. second and the fight for a third, which mm-hmm. is, these are, these are really, really big deals when it mm-hmm. comes to uh, a stage race. Uh, but before we do, let me just jump in right quick. Uh, today's show also brought to you by AG1. We talk about it every day. Why do we talk about it every day? Because every day our day starts with it. It's real simple. It's our daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. We were all sick and tired of taking so many supplements, and we wanted a single solution that supports our entire bodies and covers all of our nutritional bases every day. We wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, and we hated taking a ton of pills and vitamins. And we also just wanted a supplement that tastes great, plain and simple. 
Uh, it, it's about taking control of your health, which I've done this summer. Yes, you have. Yeah, you have. Thank I mean, you. Thank you. It's been saw, impressive. I know. I saw the, the photos and you are working out every morning. And um, I didn't work out this morning. Oh. Was, this was too big of a day. You can't. Yeah. You, you, this one you can't. You know, you can't like try to, you have to be focused watching this stuff. By the way, uh, taking control of your health all for less than three bucks a day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 10 free AG1 travel packs. Head on over to drinkag1.com slash the move. One more time, drinkag1.com slash the move. Um. Uh, one other, just to go back to uh, uh, Lada Kopecky and, and Damie Vollering, and you, you showed it to us. I don't know where you found it on one of the mm-hmm. newfangled things you look for on uh, to find these things. But Demi cheering for Demi cheering for Lada Kopecky uh, on the final climb. That was because, you know, these radios and for those who, you know, you see the riders talking to their radios, just a fun, another fun factoid. You know, they'll they'll go. Of course, depends on it does depend on the terrain, depends on the weather. But you can talk to a teammate that's a kilometer two-ish behind. So she was on her radio actually cheering her on after she had finished, which is just amazing. It might be my first tears. Sorry, I I haven't cried yet this year, but her, she's like, fight, fight, Lada, fight, fight. You got this, you got this. And and the first person when Lada crosses the line is Damie giving her a big hug Mm -hmm. and they're both crying. And it was just really beautiful to see that camaraderie. And we thought there might've been a little drama when Strata Bianchi and that, and and we've shown that they are willing to just die for each other. And and tomorrow she says that... um, it's a good stage for possibly Rooster to win the time trial, which that would be Wouldn't another. That be amazing. Oh my goodness. I told you they have a person to win every stage mm-hmm. yeah. and we're getting close and we've, we've missed that judgment a bit. Um, another interesting thought on Damie, which we have seen that uh, she's not, what you talked about in the preview show. She's much more, she's stronger, much more confident um, and talking about the different approaches. And I, that's why I was on my phone earlier in the show. I apologize, but I meant to send it to Colton, but um so she was doing all this altitude. You don't have to apologize. If you're getting scoops. <laughs> I, yeah. scoops but she was doing scoops all these. Scoops scoops. We need scoops. All, all these altitude training in in Andorra and in the Alps. And and so you have Anamik racing the Giro and winning and getting over 100 career professional wins, which we will celebrate. And she deserves a boomstick, too, for just an incredible mm-hmm. career as a world champion. Huge threat tomorrow in the time trial as well. And Anamik is winning the Giro Don. And Damie is like camping with her fiance Jan and hanging out with her dogs in the backpack, but doing this altitude training and all of this. So it's just, it's cute though, because it looked like they were having a lot of fun preparing. Mm -hmm. Um, And similar to how Cassia prepared with Taylor too, like they have the little handleball, you know, those little hipster handleball or bag things on, they got their snacks and are just doing like high altitude training, Mm -hmm. but it's pretty cute. But um, I found something interesting the um, in her post race interview, the guy's like, "What what are you gonna do tomorrow in the time trial?" Which is a silly question because she's like, "Well, I go full gas, obviously." Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're, 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 you're <laughs> I mean, what are my other options? The option is full gas, but she said, "I think it'll be interesting from a training perspective to see." what this big effort does for me today, how I can perform tomorrow to see mm-hmm. what more limits I can push. And my guess is 
pretty wet. (laughs) (laughs) Kill it again. But I was like, wow, like we know Damien. And if you guys haven't listened, uh, scroll back to the move where we have Damien on the show after she became the queen of our dens, winning all of them, Mm -hmm. um, including Strata Bianchi, but also Flesh, Liege, Amstel. Amstel. So if you haven't listened to that interview with her, we are a fan of her because she came on our show and I'm pretty sure we'll get her back on after this win. Um, Mm -hmm. But for somebody to just do this huge performance up this mountain to then be like, what are you going to do the time trial? She's like, I'm just curious, like how far I can push my body. So Mm -hmm. this woman, she didn't start racing world tour until, until 2019. Uh, she comes from like a florist background. This is like the cutest interview. So you guys have to listen to it um, previously on our show. But for her to be excited for her win, excited for her teammates to possibly win tomorrow, cheering her teammates on on the radio as they're finishing, and then also just going, I'm interested to see how fast I can go tomorrow right. from a physiological standpoint. Yeah. And then she did have one call to action to the Tour de France from Vic Swift. Okay. Because they were like, oh, your teammates work so hard for you. Like you should, you know, Marlin and... Um, Kapeki and she's like not just them like my whole team set me up and they believe in me and this is why I'm so strong um, and she did get a little hate on the socials yesterday but people like to do that as we know but so she said but I I don't mind doing the time trial she's excited to do the time trial tomorrow but she said wouldn't it be great if we also could do a Champs-Élysées style finish where I can celebrate with my team that has believed in me and put up so much work into mm-hmm. this victory, ideally, and mm-hmm. stuff, and, unless something horrific goes wrong tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because the, the interviewer was done and she was like, wait, hold, <laughs> give, me, <laughs> yeah. I, give me the mic Please back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to celebrate with my team and I, she kind of wants that parade lap, which I know you, you've done it. I yep. don't really like the Champs-Élysées parade, but well, but I get it. It kind of leaves some excitement to the finish of this race, though, to have a time trial at the end. I mean, I know there are only a certain number of people who are actually racing for the GC and maybe a couple like Marlon who want to see who are time trialists who want to try and get a, a good result. But um, but I think it makes it, you know, kind of a different thing going into this last stage because it's coming down to, you know, second and third or being decided by, I mean, Kopecky could be up there on the podium, which is not something we would have ever predicted in the beginning of this race, you know, that she would be vying for the podium at the end of after Tourmalet. If not, if not higher, I mean, just to to give you the number, I mean, mm -hmm. Damie's obviously leading Mm -hmm. Niwadoma minute 50 down. This starts to get close. Van Vluten 228. Capecchi two thirty five. I mean, Capecchi. Paso two thirty nine. Like there, it's it's. There's no clear cut answer here on who stands on the second step on the podium. Exactly, and I, I mean, mean forty five seconds to you know Capecchi to Niem Doma. I mean, I would think that there's a good shot that she could you know take that position from her. The question is, how does Van Vluten ride? And she doesn't seem to be riding the way she's capable of riding, or has ridden done in the past. So you can't really rely on the fact that her time trialing is going to be up to where it's been in previous years. So I I think it's going to be a very interesting race tomorrow to see what happens in those top two positions. To me, and and of course you guys follow this much closer than I do, but it, it, to me, the most important thing to think about is, is two things. One, who, who, who's a better time trialist or not. Uh, but even more important than that is who is riding just above themselves, right? We saw Van Bluten. She's clearly not the same Van Bluten that she has been for 20 years. Um, but, but a Le- uh, sorry, Quebec, you see, I mean, she is riding out of her skin. So if, if they're similarly uh, skilled in the time trial or similar mm-hmm. level, you, you got to look at how this thing is trending. I know we only have one day to go, but the trend goes in the favor of Capecchi. Yeah. It just does. 
I know. And it's just kind of mind blowing because, <laughs> you know, it, going into this, we had it just, you know, the two of them were going to be going for the, you know, the, the, the win. And now to have, you know, Kopecky up there possibly in second place, you know, to bowling would be, I mean, SD works has to just be going crazy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> resting. We should look at the profile cause mm-hmm. it's not exactly a, it is a, a 22 kilometer time trial. It is not exactly just flat, right? The nice little, no. nice little tester in the middle. Uh, that's got some history, I guess, Allie, with yeah, the tour. Yeah, it's a 1.8K climb in the middle of this loop, um, Po to Po, I think I got that right. Uh, 22 kilometer, give or take, a, I don't know, 100 meters. Uh, but it's a 5.5% kicker, and this is actually where Julian Alaphilippe took a surprise win. <laughs> so it goes a little different, but it's the same climb. Um, and so he shocked the peloton just going up that kicker, which he's that kind of punchy style of rider. So it'll be interesting to see from a time trial standpoint, which is much different than a road race, obviously, but mm-hmm. so it's going to be lumpy in turns. And I, th- you looked at the weather yesterday, looked overcast. Yeah, yeah. Good. Nothing um, no, nothing but crazy. I see there. That, that hill in the middle. And, and after what we saw from a lot of Capecchi early in the tour, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the kind of thing that's she's going to, there, there <laughs> may not be pavement left when mm-hmm. she gets done going over it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's seriously. to her favor that it's not like a, you know, just a flat time trial that's a typical kind of... She's Belgian yeah, national champion uh, up um, and down. in the time trial. And then Rooster's Olympic medalist as well as Swiss national champion, of mm-hmm. course. And you have Anamique that's a world champion a couple times, you know, yeah. and a gold medalist in this discipline. So I think... Um, as a time trialist myself, I love time trials. Like, yeah. I geek out, <clears throat> study, I prepare, wind tunnel and everything. And I think that as much as I love and hate doing time trials because they're very painful. They are. Um, but I like I just had all the science down and in my career doing it. I hate watching time trials. Like I think they're like boring. Oh, I love them. <laughs> but love them. tomorrow I'm I am going to take that all back though because tomorrow I am watching every single rider. Mm-hmm. And um I have so many boomsticks to give out and and Rooster, I was just, I was super impressed with her today. And then I, I do, we do need one for Anamique before the show's over, just from this incredible career yeah, and her last year. It today, I'll you, save it. No, yeah. I'm saving it. We'll edit that part out. So nobody feels like you gave it away today. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Capecchi gets it today. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, by the way, a certain somebody at this table has got some hardware from the Olympics and the time trial. Oh, mm. silver medalist right here. Both of us. Mm. <laughs> Mari well, and I. The only well, one here who doesn't have a time trial medal from the Olympics. Well, mine's now. a little more. Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> Mari, I don't know if you followed the story or not, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> I have an... I, have I actually a, sent, I sent my medal, but, you know, the yeah. tour didn't ask for, for... Nobody called me and said, hey, send us those seven yellow jerseys. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll keep them. <laughs> but the IOC did. They did called. They really? Yep. They said, you need to send us the medal back. And I said, no problem. Packaged it up. Sent it back. I have um, a UCI World medal in the team time trial. Worlds team time trial. That's all I got. And I gravel worlds three times, but not Olympics. So right. I, you guys <laughs> definitely are beating me on that. <laughs> but there's a fun story also because not to play favorites, which I like to do. I know I'm sorry about this, but um, Allison Jackson, who won mm. oh, Harry yeah. Roubaix, um, was really cute because this stage is, is not for her. Uh, EF hasn't had a great tour. Ewers did not be able oh, to start today. We need to talk about that. We Go did. ahead. Well, just shout out. I mean, I gave her, yours the, the boomstick yesterday. I mm-hmm. thought to get up when they were about to put her on her stretcher and finish the stage, we didn't know that she actually had a broken collarbone. It, it is, it, it, you can't imagine how hard it is to get back on a bike 
mentally and physically with a broken collarbone and ride and try to try to corner and try to break and try to, you know, so nervous about crashing again for her to finish yesterday. And to only be nine minutes down yeah. with the amount of time it looked like she was in that ditch. I mean, they had to be going pretty hard to, you know, not lose more time. What a baddie. Yeah. Yeah. She's a baddie. (laughs) She is. We're going to see a lot more of her in the coming years. I I agree. She is. And Mm -hmm. I just do want to though also make one comment where cycling is such a brutal sport and inherently dangerous. And I think she hundred percent deserves a boom stick, boom (laughs) stick. And I'm also happy that she took her health uh, as a priority to not start Mm, today or et cetera, because Mm -hmm. I don't like glorifying suffering through just with like concussions and things like that. And I don't know. I just, I want to make sure riders are safe, but fun story. Um, Alison Jackson tweeted out cause everyone loves her. She does those little TikTok dances and things. And she tweeted out that this obviously was not going to be her stage. So she, she requested snacks from the fans going up the, <laughs> the last climb. Um, so Colton can put it up there, but we, uh, she asked for cheeseburgers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and and chicken wings, which she's like, this is my kind of gal. Like, that's what, like, but. Wow. She's having fun. You know, I mean, she's always been like that. Yeah. A little bit. But I thought there. that, you know, fans got out there and painted. Yeah. And they also did have cheeseburgers out mm-hmm. there for her. And she's got a, a, a Roubaix um, cobblestone hanging mm-hmm. on her uh, bookshelf. Yeah. So. She oh man, can, she can eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. That's all good. I want to rock. Let's see how this. Uh, okay, you know what? We're gonna draw the line. All right. That's what she, that was her singing. You're not Allie, You are not gonna sing on the show. We we got some uh, questions, uh, uh, some comments and questions. Um, and these are good ones today. Uh, this one's from uh, Louis Landa. Not related to the male cyclist, I'm assuming. But anyways, this question is for Mari and Allie. As a female cyclist, what does it mean to uh, for you all to have such a monumental stage like this in the women's tour, as for me, and of course we, they showed the start, um, they showed the entire race day start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for Louie, she says, as for me, I was a little teary-eyed at the start. Yeah, I mean, epic. These are epic mountains. Yeah, I think it's really incredible that we're actually being able to see it all live. Today was special in that sense that we got to see it from the very beginning, because that's one thing we've missed out on um, in the other days as we come into the race at a, after they've already done about 50K and some of the races already developed. So um, it was nice for us to be able to see the whole thing. And I know that that's why they made the timing a little later was mm, so that they no, could I'm televise good. the whole thing, which was another you know issue because it finished so late. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really special to get to see the women racing and giving the same kind of attention that the men are on these big stages. By the way, a couple hours earlier on the Tourmalet, <laughs> Beautiful and sunny, crystal clear. <laughs> Three hours later, couldn't see in front of you. You, you held your hand out. And you're like, well, I think it's out there. Yeah. I don't. You couldn't see anything. Yeah. Um, speaking Horror of movie, and we, we, and we were uh, a little curious why the late start. Perhaps it was uh, because of uh, the men had a World Cup uh, Classic of San Sebastian, mm-hmm. which of course was won by uh, Remco for the third time. Uh, JB and Spencer and Johan are going to cover that tomorrow. So if you're uh, if you want to watch that show, that's out tomorrow. But uh, teaser. Uh, all right. Another question or comment. Um, uh, this one's from Ashley in Tyler, Texas. Oh, Tyler, Texas. She lives, Tyler Rose. She says, I love the dynamic between George and Lance, but ladies, ladies, y'all are my favorite. I'm an oh. amateur cyclist with a twisted love for time trials. <laughs> she and I are getting how, along. How prophetic. I love how you all highlight not only how badass these women are on the bike, but also their accomplishments off the bike. I've worked in medicine nearly 20 years and the balance of it all is not always easy. I have a great respect for how these women balance life and just love everything about the Tour de France fam of X Swift. 
On to my question. <laughs> Why are the fines in Swiss francs versus euros? Much love, Alice. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Ashley in Tyler, Texas. That's, I think you know more I, about the Swiss. Well, the UCI is headquartered yeah, in Switzerland. I think that's why. I mean, the UCI, UCI. is based in, in, uh, in uh, Egla, Egla, Switzerland. So <laughs> yeah. they, they just stick with their currency. Uh, all right. Mark Conlon says, hello, we do team. The UCI has been discussed several times during the Tour de France Femme. My question is, does the UCI approve the route for the race or does ASO do as they want? Ride to the level of your smile, Mark says. Good question. <laughs> And I actually don't know. Uh, um, I do. I have a sense, but I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. So I mean, ultimately, you have a race operator like the ASO. Um, we have medalists in the U.S. as well as ASO has had Amgen Tour of California. So I worked with Amgen Tour of California Tour Colorado Pro Challenge quite closely. So the race owners make the race, which you then you have consulting firms and people helping you out, local organizations. Um, um, we call them LACs because you have your local organ local organizing committee. Yes, there we go. Organizing committees that are because these towns that are hosting the race are are paying in um, because it's for tourism, visibility, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so you create the routes, um, and it gets approved by the owner, which would in this case would be the ASO, and then you do need to clear it with the gov- the national or international governing body. Hmm. And I think it's mainly things like distance and those kinds of things that they're patrol or you know controlling more. Yeah, you look at distance, yeah. safety, road closures to make sure it can be a viable, safe, effective race that doesn't ex- break any of their existing rules. Um, and so it takes a whole team to put on a race, and that's why we always have these discussions on how do you make cycling, which I know is a sore point in, for you because also in me because I use like how do you make this sport like where you, when you talk about. Like, do you do like trade teams and mm-hmm. like, like, or uh, like, like, I don't know, a, a different model where the team owners can make right. more money or the riders can make more money. So, but it happens because you have these organizing committees mm-hmm. that will propose a route, but then that has to get approved by the race owner. And then that has to get approved by the either national governing body or international governing and, body. And, and notice one body that was not present at that table, the athletes. Right. Mm-hmm. The riders, sure. riders union, a riders representative. Mm-hmm. So many times, it, it, maybe it happens less, but in my day, you would have these riders, they'd get to a circuit or they'd get, oh, we're not racing. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, because they didn't have a seat at the table. And I'm always like, guys, don't show up on race day and say, fuck it, we're not racing. Mm-hmm. What you ought to be doing is sitting there in December and January going, hey, we're going to pull up a seat to the table. And great if it's if if it's the promoter and it's the governing body and it's whoever else, yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna pull up a seat too, right? That's the time to do it. And but still to this day, uh, not sitting at that table. I mean, athlete representatives. I think it, it is a good point. I, I hadn't thought of that before. You know, as as far as it deals with race courses, but they do have you know athlete uh, committees and stuff like that, even within the federate or not federations, national governing bodies, and for the UCI. And I would think that at such a high level race, you know, maybe there's a, a certain level where you start bringing in athlete advisors would be, you know, something good for them to consider. And, and, and by maybe, the way, not just the route. I mean, yeah, uh, the, fin- what, I mean the transfers. Yeah. I mean, if. It, if We've all been there, right? Mm-hmm. If anything will, will really stress you out or bum you out, more than anything, more than a dangerous finish, mm-hmm. it's a long transfer. Long transfer at night? How about another long transfer next mm-hmm. morning? That's the kind of stuff where you're like, wait a minute, who planned this? Can we not have some input? <laughs> Somebody who wasn't having to do it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, last one. Uh, this is a good one. Um, a high team of the move. Uh, your good morning 
is our good evening here in the Netherlands. Mm. Uh, hey, good day for you guys. <laughs> Great time for listening while, uh, while walking the Dalma- Dalmatians. Oh. Uh, maybe he's a fireman. By the way, this is from Casper in the Netherlands. <laughs> Following your discussion a few days ago on differences in women's and men's uh, gear, technical gear, two related questions. In the men's race, there's a lot of talk about watts per kilo, especially in the mountain stages. Any data available comparing top female and male riders in terms of watts per kilo? Uh, and then I have a PS after we answer that one. Do, do, I mean, that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like just Watts. You guys were talking about Demi's, Demi's, mm-hmm. Watts per kilo, I think today, I think over. Yeah, they had put out some information on Velo um, about the, the, the riders uh, Watts per kilo the other day. Uh, it was pretty interesting, but um, typically like 5.6 would be what we were talking about that those, the top women would be doing, you know, that. Anna Meek in her heyday. And I, I mean, I'm going to be interested to see if they, flying. yeah, I'm interested to see if they put her data out for her ride yesterday. Cause you know, the fact that they put out the information in the last couple of days was, I thought pretty interesting. Cause it's sometimes you don't want people to know what you're, of you know, <laughs> what well, you can do. And so if they put it out there, that'd be wild. But Mara Abbott, I got the information from her coach was doing about 5.6 when she was, you know, 5.6 winning the Giro and yeah, doing winning the Giro and those things. Oh man, I was a domestique when we mm-hmm. won the Giro with her and that was really a hard job. Right, right. <laughs> but I, they, they took the camera screen at one point today when Neodoma was off the front right. on Chisahu. Go figure. And I saw her watts and I was like, she's only doing uh, not only she's doing 250 right. watts, but like, I thought it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not a, like a particularly light rider. So for me, I like, and I calculated within 10 watts of what that would be for me. Yeah. Blaze corrected my calculations, of course. <laughs> but, um, and then I tried to figure out how much she weighs. And so it was right she about what, weigh 55 mm-hmm. kilos. Exactly. Yeah. So Literally. There's, there's your math. I mean, yeah. that's by the way, the Watts, uh, uh, Watts are one thing. Watts uh, and weight are two. That's mm-hmm. that's the magic, right? Where those two yeah. come together. But it was kind of cool that they put the screen on they our computer, do. and so that's why then I was figuring out how much we weighed, which mm-hmm. she weighed, which we had a good idea of, and then yeah. Mari got right into those texts to figure out what Mara Abbott, which I think is one of the best climbers yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. So I think we're about spot on what those riders were doing. We're close. 5.6 to the people who are the best. Mm-hmm. And, and Casper has a PS. Uh, of course, this is talking about um, um, uh, a lot of Kopecky. Lance mentioned Kopecky uh, being such an amazing all-arounder. It is even more amazing that after this year's tour, she'll go to Glasgow for the World Championships, which are August 3rd to 13th. She will participate. Check this out. Yeah. Oy. She will participate uh, on the track in the mm-hmm. elimination race, the points race, and the Omnium, as well as the elite women's road race. Mm-hmm. I mean. They didn't put her in the time trial? Uh, according to Casper, uh, <laughs> no, but. Uh, She's the national champion. I'm curious, but maybe that's too much. Again, I don't know. Uh, uh, Allie, <laughs> all I races. can do is barely read, um, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean. Well, I'm going mean, to check. I'm going to check Casper's stats. Just I mean, after to sure. tomorrow, Casper, it'll could be... You, Allie has questions about, your, <laughs> about you know, uh, while you're walking the Dalmatians, probably currently, um, she just has questions about uh, that. So hit her up. Four at, world championship races, though, in such a yeah. short period of time. I mean, she's probably just targeting the ones that she thinks she's going to win or has a very good shot at winning. So, I mean... We'll She's like the she Michael the Phelps of cycling. Yeah. Look at the, I mean, yeah. the difference in those events. Mm-hmm. Right? I the have, elimina- elimination race, points race, Omnium, and road race. That, yeah. That's Phelps-esque. Yeah. 
I've never seen you be so impressed with a rider this morning. (laughs) No, I'm serious. You were like, no, Al, she's not just smart. Like, she's smart. She's strong. She's smart. She races so smart. Look, I mean, when she That's why she got the boomstick. When she won on the first day, you saw her once. Mm -hmm. And that was when she went. And like, she knew, like, she was waiting and said, okay, now I'm going to go and and I'm going to stay gone. Mm -hmm. And that's a smart bike racer. And then to clarify on the watts per kilo, though, Mari Mm -hmm. and I were also talking about that. That's much different because that's a very short, explosive effort. We're talking 5.6 watts for how long is the tourmalite? Like, I mean, it's their like a 20 minute kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of it's going a longer of a, climb, right. but yeah. she's doing that kind of MVDP blast, mm. which I'm sure the Watts per kilo go way up for a five minute effort to get up and over that. Yeah. But that for her to be, you know, doing this race, which is so different than what she's going to be doing at worlds is, you know, watching worlds is going to be really fun to see what she can do. Um, it's just, you know, like the whole, a lot of the people who are trying to prepare for worlds, either a didn't show up or mm. dropped out today. I mean, that's the whole, that's right. the whole Italian national team was yeah. not in the race. Today, don't, don't go so. to the bottom of today's results. If you're an Italian uh, fan, <laughs> <laughs> or just if you're interested, you know, I mean, you're seeing who's, you know, focusing on what's coming next and right. decided they weren't going to do anything today or tomorrow. So, yeah. So we did, uh, mm-hmm. the two, like most like notable Balsamo didn't even start, um, fatigue just in preparing for worlds. Mm-hmm. Lamborghini, Alisa Longo Bergini did not start due to a skin infection. And then we saw most of the Italian national team just like hit the bottom of the Termolo and I ended up Oh, oh shoot! I did it again. Oh <laughs> Tourmalet. Just don't sing. You can call. You can call the tourmalet whatever you want. Just do not sing. I'm sorry, but and and she just. I mean, I wanted to be her too because she get the bottom like just crests up. She like pulls out her earpiece, just gets off her bike and hops in the car, and then she gets the stick figure. <laughs> and then the icon that y'all didn't catch it. They had this little icon on the popped up on the TV screen of, a, of this stick figure standing next to a bike, and I was like. Cool. That's 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 how they tell us they have abandoned. Mm-hmm. That All might right. be your your icon tomorrow if you ride with Mari. <laughs> oh god. Uh, no, I don't think so. Mar- Mari better eat her Wheaties. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. Um, one one more day for y'all's questions and comments. Send them over to the move at we team. And we got you know we and time trials can be kind of boring sometimes. But this one, no. I tell you, this race yeah. for second mm-hmm. and this race for the podium. Is everything. It's going to be super exciting. So tune into that and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.